All right, there we go. Hani buju, minogiji, nibanami kanan bamose indishnikas mangan dodem gnoshkaning and donjiba anishnabe and dao. Good good morning, everybody. My name is Brian Newland. I'm Assistant Secretary for Indian Affairs here at the Department of the Interior, and I'm really glad to be back home-ish in the Great Lakes uh, region. And prior to serving in this role, I served alongside many of the tribal leaders uh, here as tribal chairman for my own tribe, the Bay Mills Indian community. And I just uh, have to say it's a blessing to be amongst uh, them uh, again. I learned a lot from them during my time as, as tribal leader and particularly through uh, the pandemic when I, I watched uh, many of uh, uh, my friends here uh, lead not only their communities but serve as examples for pandemic response for the entire nation. And so I'm, I'm really glad and honored to be here and, and Senator Smith grateful for the invitation from the committee to appear before you today and also uh, grateful uh, Chairman Anderson for hosting uh, this hearing, this field hearing. It's always uh, great for us to have an opportunity to get out into Indian country um, and into communities where uh, we're hearing directly from uh, tribal leaders and representatives. Um, so uh, in total, the bipartisan infrastructure law or the Infrastructure and Jobs Act invests, as you noted, Senator, more than $13 billion directly into tribal communities, and tribes may apply for billions more uh, through various other grant programs. Uh, from this law, the department has received more than $3.1 billion directly for tribal communities, and tribes ha have been made eligible by Congress for additional department programs to support building resilience for wildland fire, uh, and drought, restoring ecos ecosystems, and enabling fish passage. Uh, the department began implementation of the Infrastructure and Jobs Act with three tribal consultations covering all of the programs for which tribes are eligible. And we heard some consistent themes in those consultations, including the need for interagency coordination, technical assistance, and streamlining our permitting process. The White House Council on Native American Affairs and its committees meet regularly to discuss our work to implement the Infrastructure and Jobs Act. And our Indian Affairs spend plan includes the creation of an interagency coordinator uh, position and regional positions to directly provide tribes with the technical assistance we heard during those consultation programs. The timely approval of permitting and realty actions are critical to success. And the BIA recently issued an update to our permitting national policy memorandum to streamline the rights of way uh, and business leases for projects that are funded by the American Rescue Plan, uh, the Infrastructure and Jobs Act, as well as uh, telecommunications and renewable energy projects. We wanna make sure that we are not the choke point that keeps this money from turning into benefits at the tribal community level. Overall, Indian Affairs within the Department of the Interior received $466 million uh, through the Infrastructure and Jobs Act, which included $216 million for tribal climate resilience, adaptation, and community relocation. Um, and in addition to our grant program on uh, this topic, uh, the department will announce several community relocation pilot projects uh, to serve as demonstration sites uh, for the United States uh, to 
relocate, relocate willing communities on the front lines of climate change. And we know that leveraging uh, federal funding through this act and, and the rescue plan and other appropriations with our partner agencies is gonna be critical to our success. We also received $250 million for irrigation and power, safety of dams and water sanitation with $50 million available to us to spend each year. And this funding is critical to address our deferred maintenance backlog in these areas. In FY22, uh, we allocated $10.6 million for water sanitation. Uh, water and sanitation project funding has been coordinated with IHS and will be used to support improvement and repair projects that address public health and safety compliance issues at our BIA-owned drinking water and sanitation systems. In FY22, let me back up, Senator, and just note that even though those are BIA-owned uh, systems, that they, uh, they are direct service systems and directly benefit uh, people in tribal communities. In FY22, we allocated $10 million for irrigation and power projects. Uh, within this total, 70% are directed to Indian irrigation projects, and 30% of that funding is used to support BIA-owned power utilities. And for safety of dams, uh, we address, uh, invested $29.1 million in FY22 to begin to address the $1 billion deferred maintenance backlog for BIA-owned dams. The department has received funding in other areas from the Infrastructure and Jobs Act. Um, in February, for example, we allocated $1.7 billion uh, to uh, fund Indian water rights settlements that have been enacted um, and uh, fulfilled all of the outstanding federal payments necessary to complete the terms of those settlements. Uh, the Infrastructure and Jobs Act also provided $150 million to address orphan wells and well sites on tribal lands. And the Act provided the Department with $905 million for ecosystem restoration and resilience funding. Tribes and tribal lands are eligible for most of that funding, whether through grants, agreements, or contracts. And in this fiscal year, BIA received uh, as a, a portion of the department's funding $4.8 million for these activities. We are also providing nearly half of those funds as competitive grants through the America the Beautiful Challenge Fund administered through the National Fish and Wildlife Foundation. Um, Indian Affairs is engaged with other federal agencies to implement uh, the Infrastructure and Jobs Act. And for example, the BIA is in the process of allocating funding uh, from the Department of Transportation to tribes for the Tribal Transportation Program here in Minnesota and across the nation. So these are just uh, some of the examples and highlights of the work we're doing under the Infrastructure and Jobs Act. I do wanna note um, that between the American Rescue Plan and the Infrastructure and Jobs Act, uh, tribes here in Minnesota have uh, received uh, nearly $47 million in funding, separate and apart from the rescue plan funding that Treasury, uh, the Treasury Department distributed to tribes. So this has been a historic level of investment in Indian country. Uh, and as uh, Chief Executive Benjamin mentioned, we've got a lot of catching up to do. And I've, I've, I've heard a tribal leader in, in one of our consultations describe this as the great catch-up. Um, not the, the great bottle of catch-up, but the great catch-up on infrastructure investment. 
and um, it, it has been transformative in many tribal communities um, and is a, is a great uh, way for us to start in our work between our co-equal branches of government and meeting our trust responsibilities. So Senator Smith, I wanna thank you uh, and thank the committee for inviting me to testify today. We have submitted our complete testimony for the record and I'm happy to answer questions. Thank you very much. Uh, Ms. Fowler.